Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today I want to take a closer look at AMD and Intel and kind of the competition that we're seeing in the server CPU market. First, I want to start off with an introduction of AMD and kind of their server line and how it's going. Obviously talk a little bit about the competition with Intel or their biggest competitor. And then at the end, I want to take a closer look at a few recent events that AMD has presented at in the past few weeks. And the company has kind of talked a lot about how their server CPU market share is going and what to expect at least for the next few months. So let's take a closer look in today's episode. So for those that are not familiar, AMD is one of the suppliers of data center CPUs. Their first generation Epic CPUs, and these are known as the Epic CPUs, right? So they have the first generation that came out in roughly 2017. Uh, right now, we're currently in the fourth generation, but we can see from the first to the third how the company has evolved. When they first released, they really had very, very little solutions um, that accepted their product and now coming into the third generation they have over a thousand plus solutions and now in the fourth generation even more uh, another thing that we can see here is just understanding these server cpus when amd first released their first and second generation it was just meant for general purpose uh, but kind of as the data center market evolves as kind of the digital world evolves not all cpus are built the same and not every kind of cloud server provider or kind of enterprise needs uh, uh, just general computing, right? There's other types of workloads. Uh, so AMD, we can see in the third generation, started to create uh, a second flavor, right? And we're going to see how that evolves from in, in the fourth generation. But in the third generation, AMD decided, hey, look, we know that our our, our customers like the general, um, general workload, uh, but there's also maybe some form of technical workloads that can benefit from this second flavor. Uh, so overall, we can see kind of this evolution. Uh, now we're kind of focusing into the fourth generation, right? And the fourth generation, um, there's four flavors within this generation. And that's going to be the, the general purpose, which I personally call the vanilla flavor, is called Genoa, right? And then there's the cloud native uh, Bergamo. Then there's the technical, which is going to be Genoa X. And then there's the telecom, which is Sienna, right? So we can kind of see how in the third generation, they started to kind of do different flavors. For moving into the fourth generation, they even saw that this market was a bigger opportunity um, and then the fifth generation is expected to probably come out in late 2023. Sorry, in early 2024, late 2024, right? So um, the fifth generation is going to be known as the Turin family. This fourth generation is known as the Genoa family, right? So we can kind of see how the company has evolved over the past few years. And they obviously have kind of a roadmap in this space. Um, so kind of talking a little bit about their fourth generation, right? Their Genoa platform launched in quarter four of 2020. Um, their Bergamo is launching right now in the first half of 2020 or, or launched in the first half of 2023 and we can see they had their two other flavors which is Genoa X which is for technical computing Sienna which is for intelligent edge and telecommunication are coming out more in the second half of 2023 so now we really understand kind of the full family and kind of how AMD goes about this server CPU market 
Uh, now I want to take a closer look more at the market share, right? So AMD is the second in forms of market share leader when it comes to data center server CPUs. At the moment, there's really only two players, especially when we look at x86. There's another type of architecture called ARM, which is kind of growing, but we can see x86 um, dominates the market right now. Uh, AMD in their data center market made roughly $1.3 billion in total revenue. I want to say that $1.3 billion is not completely all server epic cpus but a bulk load of that revenue does come from the amd epic server cpu market uh, so it's kind of a good maybe not an accurate but a, at least a good representation of their market share remember 1.3 billion in quarter two of 2023 now if we take a closer look at their competition their competition is known as intel and intel is the leader in this space uh somehow though intel and amd are both in the same generation of data center cpus uh intel just released their fourth generation it is known as the sapphire rapid lines the sapphire rapid also has two flavors it has the original sapphire vanilla uh, but then it has a sapphire rapid cpu max uh, which is probably a little bit more for technical workloads uh so a intel is kind of following now on amd's uh, on amd's kind of footsteps and kind of creating different solutions uh so if we take a closer look at total revenue for the data data center market, uh, Intel's is roughly $4.0 billion, a lot bigger than AMD's data center market, right? So again, this does not only come from the CPUs for uh, for Intel. Intel has other solutions as well, but a bulk load of the revenue comes from the CPU market. So I do believe it's a nice, healthy representation of the difference between AMD and, and, and Intel, right? Um, but one thing that is happening is in the past few years, in the past few generations, especially especially with the third generation, the third generation was the Milan family, AMD really, really started to grab a nice amount of market share. Actually, I believe even in the second generation, the second generation was the Rome family. Uh, so Rome and Milan really start to grab market share from Intel. And we can see that Intel, uh, that competitive pressure is still out there. As in the data center market, we can see from Intel, one of the main reasons for the revenue to be down on a year-over-year basis is because of competitive pressure. That competitive pressure is AMD, no doubt. So now that we understand a little bit of the background of AMD and Intel and their CPU solutions, I kind of want to talk a little bit about AMD and a recent a few conferences that they were at. Uh, but before we go any further, guys, I do want to say thank you so much for the support. I'm trying to hit 5,000 subs by the end of the year. So if you haven't subscribed, make sure to hit the sub button. Also, if you want to learn more about the semiconductor market, I do weekly exclusive videos. Uh, check out the membership. Just click join. If you want a special offer, check out fool.com slash jose for my special offer there if you want a free newsletter check out jose naharo.substack.com for semiconductor news check out semiconductorwatch.com and finally finally i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com slash jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now with that link you get a promotional offer for the subscription service now let's continue with today's episode 
So um, in the past few weeks, uh, AMD has been at a few conferences. So first, I want to talk about the one in August 31st. So roughly two weeks from now, two weeks ago, they were at a Deutsche Bank technology conference. And here, the, the CFO of AMD kind of discussed a little bit about the data center market. Obviously, they talked about other solutions, but I just kind of wanted to pinpoint the data center market in general. Uh, so, the, uh, so the CFO did give us kind of a market overview. Um, and in the market, there's mainly two big players. There's the cloud. These are your cloud server providers like Amazon, AWS, right? Like Google Cloud, um, like Microsoft uh, Clouding Solution. In the enterprise market, you have other companies that might kind of have their own data centers um, opposed to kind of going in the cloud. And these are probably like the big financial, the big healthcare people. Uh, so that's the enterprise market. Uh, so they do mention that the cloud customers, there's a lot of inventory digestion post the pandemic and also capital expenditure optimization. For those that are not familiar, right during the pandemic, we saw this huge boom in kind of cloud computing and digital computing as most people were working from home. And this kind of forced cloud customers to uh, to these cl cloud giants, these cloud server providers, to kind of increase their computational power. Uh, so they bought a lot of CPUs, and now as things are kind of normalizing again, those kind of cloud players are kind of uh, digesting their inventory, right? There's no need for them to kind of buy new workload, new, new computational power at the moment when it comes to CPU. The second thing they mentioned was capital expenditure optimization. Right now, we are seeing this huge push into the AI market. And in the AI market, you're really more dependent on GPUs and accelerators. So while maybe cloud server providers are still spending money on capital expenditure for data centers, most of that money is now going into GPUs instead of CPUs. Uh, when they talk about the overall enterprise market, they do mention they continue to be cautious. So there's still a weakness in that market. Now, they did mention some great things, right? So quarter two, they did mention, or, or, the, or the CFO mentioned that the Genoa family, which is the Epic Generation 4, we just talked about it, almost doubled in revenue sequentially. Um, and they do mention that for their quarter three guidance, that the quarter three data center revenue will sequentially grow double digits largely driven by their own product cycle. And they, you might be wondering, hey, what's this product cycle? So normally, um, there are every few generations where where they kind of share the same platform. So let's say you bought, I believe the second generation and the third generation Epic kind of shared the same platform. So let's say I was a cloud server provider and I had the Rome platform, right? Uh, I had the second generation and then AMD came out with the third generation, which was Milan. In theory, I only had to change the CPU. There was no other form of hardware change that needed to be done. So it was very easy for me as a customer who had the second generation to upgrade to the third generation. Unfortunately, now for the third generation, pushing into the fourth generation, there is a new platform. The reason there are usually new platforms is because technology evolves, so there's better things that they can add on to, right? So it's a necessary evil that ha needs to happen. But between the third generation and the fourth generation is a whole different platform. So a cloud server provider needs to buy a lot more hardware to kind of upgrade to the next generation. So this is kind of causing a little bit of a slowdown, but now um, customers are saying, 
saying, hey, look, we're going to upgrade. And that is kind of causing a nice revenue boost, at least for their fourth generation. Uh, so it, it definitely takes a little bit of time when you kind of get into a new platform. But eventually your customers, because they understand the te technological advancement, they start to evolve. And that's what AMD is saying that, hey, look, our fourth generation is doing good, but it's obviously driven by our product cycle. They do mention that, hey, Genoa is wrapping up quickly. Bergamo is starting to ramp in the second half. They have Genoa X, which is very focused. We kind of talked about, right? They, they talk a little bit about how their overall different flavors are coming out this year. Some of them are out. Some of them are ramping. Some are coming out later this year. They also expect to see the second half for server business will continue to grow and continue to gain share. And I think that's very important for AMD investors to understand, right? It does seem like right now, AMD is still leading kind of that technological advancement compared to Intel. So they do believe they will continue to gain market share, at least in the second half of 2023. Uh, now, there was a question kind of discussing the competitive market overview for Intel. Um, and one thing, and, and, and the CFO responded with two things. First, they mentioned that, hey, look, we have a strong partnership with TSMC. And TSMC is the huge manufacturing company. They have a lot of technological for advanced packaging that really help kind of AMD design some crazy, crazy CPUs. Uh, so they say because of this partnership, they're able to continue to make competitive products. The second thing that they mention is that their previous generation, generation three, which is the Milan family, is still competitive to current Intel Sapphire Rapids. And I think that's a big shot to, uh, to Intel, but it also kind of showcases the technological lead right now that AMD has over Intel if their previous generation is still competitive to Intel's current generation. Uh, now, I want to take a closer look at the second conference. Uh, Lisa Su, the CEO of AMD, was actually at Goldman Sachs Com Communicopia uh, and Technology Conference on September 5th. And while a lot of the things were pretty much cloned of what the CFO mentioned, there was one thing that Lisa Su mentioned that I personally found pretty exciting as an AMD market uh, investor. She does mention that the enterprise is a market underrepresented by AMD, and there is growth, growth, a strong growth opportunity there. Uh, she does mention that in the last number of months, Lisa has had discussions with numerous enterprises. So this can definitely be a nice growing opportunity for AMD, especially with the new kind of jump in their new generation platform. This might be the shift that a lot of kind of uh, companies were looking for. Um, and as long as AMD continues to have this technological advancement, I do believe AMD can continue to gain market share. Obviously, Intel is not standing still. Intel is focusing on improving their technology. And Intel has said by, hey, maybe 2025, that's when they'll regain leader in the market kind of technological share for the CPU market. We will have, we will have to wait and see, right? because AMD is not going to stand still either and wait for Intel to come back and kind of take that technological lead again. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. Take care. Have a good day and see you next time.